0: Hi, I'm Julian Matonier, and here with me today is our global oil deputy editor, Sophie Dubachianu. Good morning, Sophie.
1: Hi, Julian.
0: So today we, we, we're looking at the progress that oil producers have made towards the reduction of oil output and what we are likely to see uh, in the upcoming months. And uh, last year in November. OPEC members agreed to cut production by one point two million barrels per day, with a selling of between thirty two point five to thirty three million barrels per day. Uh, uh, Sophie, could you could could you tell us how have uh, the the OPEC output cuts evolved so far? What what, what do you think of the, the situation? Is
1: well, I would say you know it's been quite good so far. Um, market participants have definitely been surprised. You know, in fact, the this um, uh, the global oil production cuts are part of a strategy by OPEC to balance the market out. So, of course, we've had a monitoring committee put in place and their aim is to verify compliance. Um, Compliance has actually stood so far at around 90% among OPEC members, which is quite high. Meanwhile, we also have non-OPEC members uh, who have pledged uh, to cut output by a total of uh, 600,000 barrels per day. And actually, you know, half of that is due to be reduced by Russia. Russia's uh, cuts so far, basically in January, was uh, around 100,000 barrels per day, so still short of the 300,000 figure, and uh, the output cuts in, in February have kind of kept steady.
0: So, so that, that, that sounds like a, a very, very uh, ambitious uh, uh, target. Now, last week, London was host to the International Petroleum Week or IP Week. Uh, it's a major conference that attracts uh, market participants from all over the world. Um, I was wondering what kind of insights would you, would you be able to share with us on, on the production cut agreements uh, from last week' events?
1: Well, there were actually a few things, a few key things that emerged. Um, overall, I would say there was a lack of clarity uh, on uh, the exact time frame on exactly when we're going to see the full implementation of uh, the output cuts. We did have, uh, let's say, a confirmation from the Energy Minister of Qatar, uh, Mohammed bin Saleh al Sada, and he said that compliance by non-OPEC members was around uh, 50% at the moment.
0: Right. And, and, and obviously, from, from, from what I understand, there are some countries that are lagging behind their promised cuts, like Iraq or the United Arab Emirates. And it seems they have reduced less than the agreed amount. C- could you tell us a, a bit more about that? Do you have any information on this?
1: Well, yes, exactly. I mean, we have seen Iraq and the United Arab Emirates, like you say, um, having delivered only a part of their pledged cuts. Of course, there are officials from both countries um, who have said that they are keen to catch up. And actually, if you think about it, one could argue that a country may be looking at the six-month duration of the supply cut rather than focusing on, you know, a performance month by month.
0: Right, right. And and, and what about Saudi Arabia? Because Saudi Arabia seems to be key in this deal, right?
1: Well, Saudi Arabia has actually cut output by more than agreed. Um, and this actually helps OPEC as a whole because they are, they are able to reach a higher compliance rate. Of course, there is no guarantee that Saudi Arabia is going to continue... Uh, production at the current rate.
0: And and, and with these two producers uh, also set to catch up, uh, wh- wh- what is the, the, the outlook like now?
1: Well, that is a bit mixed, I would say. Um, we've had during the IP week, we've had the uh, OPEC Secretary General Mohamed Barkindo um, expecting full compliance with the deal uh, in due course. Um, and he didn't actually give an exact time frame um, or, or, or an indication on when that's going to happen. Of, of course, he said he was confident that there will be compliance from OPEC and non-OPEC members.
0: And Russia has also made like serious uh, commitments in, in yeah, this uh, deal. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. And Russia's energy minister, Alexander Novak, he said Russia is going to reduce, is going to cut output uh, quicker than anticipated. And then, so he said production uh, might be able to drop by 200,000 barrels per day by end of first quarter. And that's a month from now, actually.
0: So, 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 so that, that, that sounds like a pretty, pretty good rate of, of, of compliance. And given such a high rate, uh, uh, price have, have, have indeed received or, or gained some support. But, but are the gains as high as, as, as they should be or as you, you, you would expect them to be?
1: This is a key point. I think it, I, I would say this is debatable. Uh, Bart Kindo from OPEC, he said that the increase in prices since the cuts is not disappointing. But of course, the uh, price hike so far has actually, let's say, fueled expectations of a higher US shale output. The oil recount in the US has been rising for I would say a good several weeks, um, so several consecutive weeks, and naturally you'd expect this to counter or partly counter the effect of the output cuts. We've 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 had data uh, coming out a couple of weeks ago, uh, which indicated a, a record high U.S. Uh, crude inventories, and since then we've we've continued to see weekly builds. In some cases, these have been less less than expected, uh, so that's something to uh, to look out for. I guess I, uh, I, guess we will have to see if the efforts from the oil producers are in vain and how, how will the US production actually change.
0: We'll certainly keep a, key, a, a keen eye on, 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 on the compliance of those producers and their, their production uh, figure indeed. And we will continue to monitor the situation in the oil markets. Thank you very much for joining me today, uh, Sophie. And meanwhile, if you would like to know more about the oil markets, please check out our IC's World Crude Report and visit our website for more information at www.icis.com. Thank you very much for listening and stay tuned for our next podcast. Bye-bye.